word Sachita means one's own mind. Chitta means mind, so suggest that one's own mind. Even though this sutta directly addressed the monks, this sutta can be applied to anyone who follows the path of the Buddha who wish to attain enlightenment. So you should not think this is a discourse only for monks and nuns. In fact, this is a discourse for every follower of the Buddha. Dhamma is a path of transformation. It transforms human beings from ordinary status to extraordinary level. But the transformation begins in one's own mind. Chittena niyati loko, the world is led by our own thoughts, says the Buddha. If it is the case, the transformation starts in one's own mind because our own thoughts, once we condition them in a wholesome way, that leads to wholesome words and actions, which is the transformation of character. Eventually, by based on such a wholesome character, when one cultivate the mind and achieve concentration, and such a mind can be a platform for insight to arise, thereby uproot all the defilements, transforming an ordinary human being to become enlightened human being who is full of great compassion and wisdom. Sachitta Sutta can be compared with another important Dhamma verse found in Dhammapada. This is the famous, very famous uh, Dhamma verse which explains what Buddha's teaching is all about. There also you can find the same word Sachitta as the four verses runs Sab papas akaranang kusalas upasampada sachit pariyodapanang etang buddhana sasana. Summarizing what Buddhism is, it says, refraining from all evil. Cultivating all good and the most important, Sachitta Pariyodapana, purifying 
one's own mind. And this is the teachings of the Buddha. So in this four-line verse, in fact, four noble truths and noble eightfold path are summarized. This Satchitta Sutta that we are going to elaborate here also elaborate the same concepts. At the very beginning of the discourse, the Buddha says, someone who doesn't know how to read the mind of another human being should train himself to read one's own mind. This statement of the Buddha is very important for a few reasons. First of all, Buddhism recognizes the possibility of developing the human mind to a greater extent and achieve a superhuman ability which enables the practitioner to read the mind of other human beings. Buddha himself had supernormal powers, what is recognized as abhinya, and one of them is cheto pariyaya jnana, the ability to read the mind of others. Other than the Buddha, there were many others, monks and nuns, who achieved this supernormal ability. However, the Buddha emphasized reading the mind of other human beings is not something that everyone can do. But there is something that everyone can do. What is that thing that everyone can do? Is to read one's own mind. And reading one's own mind is more important than reading the other's mind. Because if only if you have the right understanding about your own mind, and if you have the insight how your mind works, then only you will get the ability to transform it. If you want to transform yourself to be an enlightened human being, first of all, you need to understand who you are and what kind of mind you are having. And in order to realize yourself, you need self-examination. So Buddha says, Self-examination is very important for someone who wants to develop skillful qualities. Moving forward, in the next paragraph, the Buddha draws a beautiful uh, simile here. He says, a man or a woman who is young, youthful and fond of 
ornaments. When someone is young and in prime youth, that person is physically healthy. That person is also very strong. And that person has the desire for ornaments, means also wish to be beautiful and handsome. Then this person who wants to be beautiful, handsome, healthy and strong will look into the mirror to see how beautiful am I and always look at the face and the body. And Buddha says, if that woman or man were to see any dirt in her or her, in her or his face, he will quickly take it out, keep it clean, because this young man or woman wants to be attractive, wants to be beautiful, wants to be handsome, wants to be clean. Drawing parallel, the Buddha says to the monks, exactly in the same manner, a young man or woman has a desire to have a clean face, beautiful face, healthy and strong body, a monk or someone who is following the path of the Buddha to achieve spiritual development must try to get rid of dirt from the mind. So what are the dirts? The defilements are the dirts, so we need to get rid of them. Monks are fully dedicated for mental development. Their material needs are very few. However, being lay followers of the Buddha, you still need to achieve both material and spiritual wealth. So being lay disciples of the Buddha, how can we understand this sutta? This paragraph itself says us that we need to take care of both our body and mind. Many of us we want to be healthy, so we take care of our bodies. We take nutritious foods and drinks. We are very careful with our diet. Why it is so? Because we want to be healthy. And that's nothing wrong. That's a good thing. We need to take care of our body in order to be healthy. But Buddha says, not only the body, the mind also must be taken care and kept in healthy. So when many people take nutritious foods and drinks to keep the body healthy, most of these human beings forget to take nutritious foods to their minds to, in order to keep the mind healthy. 
So Dhamma is the healthy food for the human mind. If you notice, the Buddha encouraged to get rid of all the negative, destructive, unwholesome defilements. He encouraged to think in a positive, constructive, and wholesome way. Dhamma is the healthy food for the mind. As ordinary human beings, we also want our body to be stronger, especially when we are young. So we do a lot of exercises. We go to the gyms. We go for running and jogging and we do various kinds of sports. And we want our body muscles to be stronger. But the Buddha encouraged not only the body, mind is also must be stronger. When you practice meditation, your mind becomes stronger. When you practice mindfulness on breath and various other types of meditations, and each and every meditation of these will make your mind stronger. You will develop mindfulness, concentration, attention training, and you will develop clear comprehension, wisdom. All these are a wonderful, uh, excellent qualities of the human mind which can be developed through meditation. When we are young, we also want to be beautiful. We are fond of ornaments. We like to wear earrings, bracelets, and many other ornaments. We like to wear nice clothes. We want to, we want to be beautiful and handsome. We cut our hair and in different hairstyles, and we comb it, and we do a lot of facials stuff and some people even go for plastic surgeries we need our body to be shaped in a particular manner and some places we want to be very slim some other places we want to be stronger with a lot of muscles we do a lot of things in order to keep this body shape keep it beautiful attractive that's fine as a buddhist practitioner you can still continue to do that you can look at the mirror hundreds of times, no issue. But do not be deluded. You also must take care of the mind. As much as you want to have a beautiful, handsome body, you also need to have a beautiful mind. So Buddha teach, when you develop metta, you are having a beautiful mind. When you develop compassion, you have a beautiful mind. When you develop appreciative joy, generosity, and the other great virtues, you are having a beautiful mind. So Buddhism encourages you to develop the mind in a beautiful way. And also, most importantly, in this simile itself, this young man or woman who look at the mirror easily, very quickly wants to get rid of if there's any dirt, any pimples, or anything on the face, because wants to look beautiful and clean, especially. 
wants to be clean. So the cleanliness here, we should not, um, we should not confine only to the body, but cleanliness of the mind is very important and emphasized by the Buddha many times. We wash our body whenever it becomes dirty. Within a day, we wash our body many times. We brush our teeth. We have a shower. We apply creams. We want to keep the body clean, pleasant. And we want to get rid of the, the, the unpleasant smell of the body. We try a lot of things to keep the body clean. No matter how we try, it again and again will become dirty. But we do not give up. We wash our clothes and we wash our body many times, hundreds and thousands of times throughout the life. But when the body gets dirty, we quickly wash it up. But many people forget to clean their mind and wash it when the mind becomes so dirty. When the mind is full of anger, jealousy, hatred, your mind becomes dirty. But you do not wash it. You do not clean it. So Buddha encourage us to do the cleaning. So the, among many other methods that the Buddha recommend how to clean the mind, self-reflection is one of effective way. So throughout this discourse, the Buddha talk about self-reflection as a main uh, point here in order to clean the mind. So if you want to hear the Buddha's own words, then this is how it is, how it is said. Self-examination is very helpful for a bhikkhu to grow in wholesome qualities. So this is just mentioned after the simile uh, of a young man and woman in the discourse itself. So self-examination is a key to purify our mind from the defilements. The next paragraph is dedicated to teach how we should do the self-examination. The Buddhist term for this self-examination is pachavekkana. The term pachavekkana means mindful reflection. Mindful reflection, self-examination. So here, every monk and nun, they're supposed to be mindful and do the self-examination many times a day. However, if you cannot do self-examination throughout the day because of being so busy, you still can take a short interval in between your busy schedule. Just within the day, take a few minutes to close your eyes and watch your mind to see the status of the mind at that particular moment. Suppose you are in the office doing some work, 
and after working maybe an hour you feel tired you may you may want to stretch a bit you get got up from your seat and when you walk around you are giving uh some relaxing time for your body at the same time you just close your eyes for one minute and watch your mind whether your mind is agitated at that moment what kind of status is the mind is it stressed up is it concentrated or is it full of lust anger hatred ill will so in this way you can take time off to watch your own mind as the buddha says he encouraged the monks to watch their own mind to see whether their mind is full of ill will or whether their mind is free from ill will whether mind has got greed longing or it's free from them or dullness or drowsiness or free from that or whether the mind has got restlessness worry or mind is free from them or whether mind has got doubt or free from doubt or whether mind has anger or whether it is defiled or otherwise agitated or not concentrated or not in this way the buddha encouraged the monks to watch their own mind and investigate in fact in satipatthana sutta uh three sections are fully dedicated for the investigation of the mind chittanupassana vedanaanupassana and dhammaanupassana reflect the the self examination of one's own thoughts one's own feelings as well as the dhammas so whenever you self investigate your own mind you will come to know exactly what kind of thoughts what kind of feelings what kind of perceptions are there whether the mind has got these defilements or otherwise so this is called self investigation then the last two paragraph of the sutta has dedicated for some vayama right effort the buddha says after doing self investigation then there are two things that you must do what are these two things he says first thing when you do self investigation if you were to notice that your mind is full of ill will greed restlessness worry and in other defilements which i just mentioned if it is the case then you should try your best and make extra effort to get rid of these defilements in the same manner a man whose clothes got caught fire would try to uh put off the fire vigorously and without wasting time in the same manner you should try your best make extra effort arouse energy and work hard diligently to get rid of these defilements this is the first task however 
when you do the self investigation and examining your own mind if you were to notice your mind is free from these uh, uh, defilements which are destructive and negative and in fact you have wholesome qualities uh, like concentration mindfulness and the other great virtues if it is the case that your mind has got skillful qualities then the buddha says you must work further to increase these qualities develop them further make them stronger and until you break through the delusion and attain enlightenment so the enlightenment is the goal so here these two paragraph are dedicated for samma vayama right effort in samma vayama the right efforts are mentioned in four forms four ways we must make efforts to get rid of defilements that already have in this is one the second we must make effort to prevent getting new defilements into mind third we must try our best to introduce new wholesome skillful qualities to mind fourth we must try and make a effort to increase those skillful qualities which are already having in the mind so these are the four ways of effort of course buddha has summarized these four methods in this sutta into two steps throughout the discourse there are three important uh points to be noted first of all uh the buddha emphasized at very beginning self investigation of one's own mind is in fact the beginning of the transformation and any human beings want to be enlightened that human being must start examining one's own mind second point is samma sati mindfulness and throughout the discourse the buddha is talking about sampajanakari clear comprehension and in fact he used the terms mindfulness and clear comprehension in two occasions in the sutta itself in satipatthana sutta we also come across these terms many times sampajanakari hoti clear comprehension and the other term is pajanati uh, clear awareness both are related to mindfulness means we need to be clearly aware of our mind its feelings perception mental formation consciousness its positive side negative side all these are to be clearly aware and the third one is then what you should do afterwards samma vayama right effort okay i think uh, uh, this much is enough as, uh, as a sutta exposition